Hey y'all, this is Super Fox Radio bringing you all the latest superhero news. Today is my very first podcast and I can't wait to geek out with all you on some of my favorite shows. Today I bring you Season 7, Episode 1 of Agents Shield. I've watched this show since Season 1 and I've had so many thoughts and feelings on it that I just need to get it out but have no one to talk to because no one understands my love Okay, obsession for pretty much any of the shows I watch. So thanks for tuning in to me and giving me a chance to make waves in your life. If you don't know that reference, please go watch episode one of this brand new season, for there will be many spoilers in today's podcast. Let me just start this off by saying how excited I was for this new season, and that you all, it, that it, if you also haven't watched the previous seasons, then you might want to go watch them later because i will be mentioning them let's jump in now and start off with the characters first off disclaimer i have never done a podcast so i'm a learner on the go so all mistakes are mine i do not own agent shield or any of the other shows i will do in the future thank you first off i'm going to be talking about Gemma simmons her character development i believe is the most drastic of all the characters. The changes she went through from season 1 all the way to season 7 was insane. If you compare her past self from season 1 to her present self from season 7, you probably wouldn't be able to recognize her. She probably wouldn't be able to recognize herself. I mean, she went from uh, her fragile state in season 1, where she couldn't even hurt a fly, you know, and then dissecting cats and humans for scientific purposes and now in season seven she seems more violent like she'll do anything to get to her end goal like when she was uh you know zapping that chronicon ended up killing him look i know she went through a lot of stuff in these past seven seasons from losing her best friend in the ocean um who suffered brain damage to being betrayed by ward who was supposed to be her friend and watching people be killed before your eyes, having your best friend turn into an inhuman, getting sucked into a rock which happened to be a portal to another world, trying to survive, and meeting another guy that she ended up falling for, and then him getting killed and resurrected by the head of Hydra. Um, traveling through space to find her husband. Um, she lost him not only to time and space, but death. Okay, she's gone through a lot, so... Um, I get that she has to change and adapt to the new challenges, but she's not really um, portraying her original self as if that part was lost to time and ripped away from her by the monsters called life. She doesn't have to be fragile, but I think what they've done to her character is a bit drastic and they've changed who she is. It's not that I don't like her, it's just she's not the same Simmons that I know and I love, and I'm fine with it, I'll still watch it, but I kind of wish they didn't do that. So, so far in this episode, she kind of seems like a side character instead of a main, because she's not really doing much, and I'm, but I'm sure she'll have a bigger role later in the season. I really like how they didn't do a time warp. And didn't really change anything, so it's as if there was no break period in the show. And honestly, 
I wasn't loving the bangs on Simmons. Daisy. That's Daisy's thing. So I like her hair more in that kind of Ray style, if you get the Star Wars reference. Which I hope you do, because if not, what era are you in? Nin are you in 1931 or something? Anyone. Anyway, moving on. Let's go to Deke. From all the podcasts and posts and everything that I've heard and seen, it seems that no one likes Jeff Ward's character. And being totally honest, I get that. Deke is a huge pain in the ass, and he's really annoying. But all around, he's not a bad guy. I didn't like him when he first showed up. He seemed like a very untrustworthy character, and I was getting bad vibes about him. Then he goes and proves my point when he sold Daisy to slavery, and I was surprised when I found out that he was Fitzsimmons' grandson? What? I wouldn't say pleasantly surprised, but shocked for sure. He is a dick. Since he hasn't been on the show as long as all the other characters, his character development isn't as... Um, as good. You know, it's pretty weak. There's really not much going on there. He switched sides once he realized what mattered and took part in saving the world and was a nuisance in season 6. That was a bitch move selling all his grandparents' creations like that. But the framework he created was definitely my favorite Deke scene with Daisy coming out. That was beautiful. Deke definitely has his moments, though. I love his explanation of the time stream. Ripples, not waves. Moving on to Mac. Mac came into the show in season two. He went from a mechanic to a trader when we found out he was working for, quote, unquote, real shield. He started out not liking Coulson, thinking someone new should be put in charge, someone like Gonzalez, because he thought Gonzalez is trustworthy. But then he ended up saving the man anyway. He doesn't he didn't like inhumans, but he eventually learned to see eye to eye to them with them. With the help of Daisy and Elena. Then later, um then the latter became his girlfriend. It's kind of funny how we went from hating inhumans to dating an inhuman. But anyway, Mac befriended Fitz when he was struggling with himself from brain damage award caused, and eventually Mac becomes a full-blown agent with Daisy as his partner, catching and helping inhumans. Mac grew a lot, and we found out he had a daughter, Hope, and a brother, Reuben. He traveled through space and had a couple problems with Elena. You know, typical couple problems. No, for someone who's in a secret government organization. And I haven't heard any bad things about Henry Simmons' character like I have <laughs> Jeff Ward's. Everybody loves him, but can you really blame them? I love Henry Simmons, too. He does such a good job with his role and becoming director of S.H.I.E.L.D., portraying all those emotions and hardships and the weight of every decision he makes on his shoulders. His character in this season was fantastic this far, and pretty much every other season he was in. It was probably difficult to piece him in there, being a black man and it being 1931, but they did do a great job. Although I'm sure people would probably have more of a problem with him, I like how his character was played out, and he rocked that fedora, by the way, and that suit. 
Okay, next comes Fitz. I want to jump past him in this episode because he really wasn't in the show this week. I know, I know. It's, it upsets all of us. I know. Every episode is better with Fitz. Hopefully he'll be in one of the next episodes because he deserves all the screen time he can get. Ian is amazing. We'll go through his character development when he joins us. On to Elena. She's been in this show since season three, I believe. I may be wrong. Just spitballing here. <coughs> she doesn't have a big role in this episode either, but I'm sure she'll she will with her new arms being able to go out in public and not spreading the shriek shrike. She's a great character, but honestly I don't really like how she acted in season five. I I get where she was coming from. But I was full on the Colson lives train all the way to the station. He he should have lived. She has been through a lot with getting her arms cut off and seeing her future self and all that revenge stuff with Ruby slitting the girl's throat. That was a bit much. I do like her character though. I hope she also gets a bigger role in these episodes, although I'm sure she will, because if any of you seen the pictures online, she has a super cute look, too, along with, like, all the girls have a super cute look, let's be honest. Now, speaking of Coulson, this show was originally aired for him to star in. It was made so then he could come back because everybody loved him. This should be called Revival, because of how many times someone had died, and they brought them back. I mean, how many people? Let's see. Coulson, 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 Coulson. <laughs> uh, who's that one person? Fitz. Yeah. So many people have been brought back. Mostly Coulson. I mean, for a show, for Coulson, he does die a lot. I really like Coulson's character and was so happy when he was brought back for season six. I really enjoyed Sarge's character. Clark Gregg does an amazing job playing the same character and making them seem so alike, but at the same time making them so drastically different that it's obviously not the same character. I was honestly surprised when he ended up betraying them. Like, that broke my heart, because I thought that was, like, the end of it. Coulson's dead. He won't be in season seven. Although we all knew he was going to come back for season seven. Um, like, Coulson in this season seems to be really enjoying his time as an LMD. And also being, you know, a nerd. <laughs> and he loves his history. He's obviously fangirling over every little thing in history. Like Theodore Roosevelt, that was beautiful. Um, and I really hope they let us see what was in the letter Coulson wrote Daisy in the season. Because that was like killing me, the suspension. What's in the letter? Now, May is definitely one of the best characters. She was cold and silent in the first season before she becomes close to Daisy in the original team. Minus Ward, of course. And she smiles more, and she is so good at going into the role of, as Scott put it, an emotionless robot. If you've ever seen the actor, like, before you, like, 
um, no, after you watch, um, Agent Shield, if you never saw the actor of May beforehand, you're just like, she can smile that big? Like, because she's introduced as this emotionless person. And she's like, who knew she had feelings? Now, in episode one, she wasn't a big character because, you know, she was still kind of recovering from being stabbed. Um, anyone else cry because they thought she died? I was heartbroken when I thought they killed her off. I mean, who wouldn't? You must be heartless if you didn't. In the end clip, we see her hanging from the ceiling, looking terrifying. That is a thing from nightmares. I can't wait to see how she plays a part in this 1931 era. Because, um, if you've seen the pictures of her out walking about, we know she's not going to get bed rest. Because, you know, how stubborn May is. Like, did you know her actor? Like, she had, um, the reason, like, um, she had the, uh, race thing for, um, season six was because, no, season five, was because she had to get leg surgery, and she still did all her own stunts and everything, but that's why her leg was claimed to be broken, um, but that's pretty badass of her. Okay, last, but certainly not least, Daisy Johnson. Now, almost Every podcast I've listened to, I certainly haven't listened to them all, so if this doesn't apply to you, I'm not talking about you. But the um, but the ones I have heard, I haven't heard many good things about her. I'm not one to bash people on their, ro- on their rules, honestly. I like supporting them. And, but, unless it's Ward's, because his part was so dragged on. I just, you know, couldn't really stand him after the, what, third, fourth season. But I've loved Chloe Bennett's role since season one when she was introduced to Sky. I loved her role and her growth from a hacker in a beat-up van to a badass inhuman. She's lost a bunch of love interests, you know, boyfriends. And they just can't let her be happy. And I wonder if she's going to get with Deke in this season. I'm not really sure my feelings on that, but I wouldn't mind it. I wouldn't mind if they didn't, though. But she just deserves to be happy. But for this season, I loved her outfit. To any of you who've watched Downton Abbey, I got those Lady Mary vibes from her outfit. It was so cute. Oh, and also her hair. I loved her line when the cop asked what a pretty girl was like her was doing without a husband. You know, why aren't you married? And she was all like, well, I was married, but every time I am, my husband is somehow sent to hospital after, no, sent to hospital after somehow they break their rib, after they give me lip. Or something like that. I'm pretty sure the quote's wrong, but it's close. Oh, and I love the Daisy Colson bonding. I love their father-daughter relationship. It's so sweet. Overall, I generally liked the episode. They had it so you don't have to fill in this time around it, and it was really just getting back into the swing of things after being gone for a pretty long time and setting up everything for the next episodes. I love how they brought back the Konings. Um, it was, I believe it was their dad, maybe. 
But I love the coding Sam and Eric and all the other twins. And the one girl one. Um, and that Freddy was revealed to be a Malik. What a twist. It's a shame they can't bring back in Malik. In case you didn't know, he passed away in real life. So they really can't bring him back. They might computer generate him like they could have done with Leia. You know. Now, to finish it off, what I hope for this final season is for there to be, one, another season, obviously. Two, Peggy Carter to make an appearance because she's awesome. And she totally deserves um, some screen time because, you know, she was canceled for season two. I was so disappointed when I found that out. Or, after season two. And three... I hope that no one actually dies this time because that'd be a shame because I couldn't bring her back them back. And I love all the characters and I couldn't stand to see any more die. Unless it's maybe Freddy. And my predictions on the next episode is that May will think that Enoch is bad and, you know, straight up attack him. Um she will attack LMD Colson because she'll think he's sorry because remember last time um, she was awake she was with Izel and the you know Sarge and forgot which one I believe it was Sarge stab stabbed her in the gut and pushed her through the portal so yeah she definitely will attack him and something has to happen with Freddy but I honestly have no idea and no guesses. But they'll definitely try to protect him. I know that. Well, thank you so much for tuning in to Star- Super Fox Radio. I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. And we'll tune in to the next one, which will probably be released whenever I see episode two. I hope you all stay safe in these times. And to end each one of my podcasts, I add a quote from whatever I'm talking about. Seriously, therapy, just consider it.